Welcome back. You are listening to Nate the Hate on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel if you have not already, as we are rapidly approaching 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. And for this episode, we are going to forego dedications as well as Streamlabs questions at the end of the episode, as we have a feeling this episode will run a little short, and I don't want to disrespect any of the donations given to the channel by applying them to a less than standard episode. So dedications and Streamlab questions will resume next week on our full length episode of Nate the Hate. But today I have my co-host, Modern Vintage Gamer, joining me as always. Hello, Nate. It's great to be here. And uh, thanks for having me on. Enjoying the World Cup right now. I know Portugal had a big win and uh, going into the quarterfinals. So how are you feeling about Portugal right now? Right now, I'm feeling very confident about Portugal. They made a key move by benching Cristiano Ronaldo, which before the game started, a lot of people were upset by that move. And they were wondering if maybe Portugal had just given up in the tournament. And instead, the move gave the team new life. They played very organized today. They were fast. This is the best Portugal has looked as a national team on the international stage in a long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're playing their next game against Morocco. I think they will handedly defeat Morocco and advance where they could face France, which will be a very competitive matchup. As you know, they played France in the Euro cup finals a couple of tournaments ago. They did defeat France in a great upset, but it was a good, good match. Yeah, Eder with the goal out of nowhere. And, you know, they looked really, really strong today on the pitch. So I'm looking forward to the game this weekend and to see how the World Cup advances for them. And I'm definitely curious if Ronaldo will be on the bench for this upcoming match. You would assume he has to. I think think he will. I think he will. But we're not here to talk about soccer or football. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as, as much as I want to talk about soccer for the next hour, we have some really, really more pressing matters to talk about. We do, because this week it is the Game Awards with Yay, Jeff Keighley. Our favorite, our favorite show. We love it. We do. Once a year, we get to celebrate with a lot of awards. Most aren't shown during the show itself. But we get to see some game trailers, some new announcements, updates on previously announced games. And we're going to give our predictions of what we expect to see at this year's Game Awards in recent years. You know, they definitely had a few surprises like the Xbox Series X being announced during the show or our first look at Hellblade 2, Alan Wake 2. Perfect Dark. And yeah, Perfect Dark. Microsoft has certainly had a presence in recent years and... You know, we're going to discuss if we think Microsoft will continue that trend for the Game Awards in 2022. Yeah, and just real quick before we jump into these predictions, I just want to reiterate to our listeners that this is a prediction show. We have zero knowledge of any insider information or anything about the Game Awards. I certainly have no idea about about what's happening. We're predicting this is more of a, a fun thing. Um, if things happen, then fantastic. If they don't, then they don't. But um, we 
we're certainly um, not saying that we we have any knowledge of anything that's happening at this show. It's just it's just predictions and it's fun. Right. Yeah. This is just it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're just giving predictions of what we hope are there, and you know we're looking at trends, rumors, news that's going about, and coming up with what we feel as though is the most realistic possibility of what we will see from the show from the various partners there'll be a lot of things shown that we will not predict because it's impossible to predict what free-to-play game will be there what chinese developer may show up with a new ip right or what ip an established studio in the west could potentially come back and revive but that's the fun of predictions is just look at possibilities And we're going to start with some of the third-party presents that we are predicting could be at the Game Awards this year. And the first company to kick off our predictions is going to be FromSoft. FromSoft has a strong record of attendance when it comes to Jeff Keighley shows, be it the Game Awards or Summer Game Fest. And there's no reason to see them buck the trend this year. And we know that they have been working on a new installment of the Armored Core series for quite some time. This has been rumored for what feels as though the better part of 2022. And given that Elden Ring DLC was just announced and released, I think Armored Core is going to get a trailer at the Game Awards. And we're going to see a new take on the franchise. It has been several years since we've seen a new entry to the Armored Core series. And I'd be very curious as to what FromSoft can do with the franchise now, because I think it's going to differ from what we've seen over the last couple of installments and maybe goes back to the original roots that help establish the franchise as a dominant PS1 game as well as a PS2 game. Yeah, I think Armored Core is a, a good pick, Nate. I, I think that it will get announced as well. Uh, I will say that I'm not um, a big Armored Core uh, guy. Uh, I'm familiar with the franchise, but I think it, it fits. You know, uh, Elden Ring, we know what's happening there, and, you know, and, and FromSoft obviously have been busy with, with um, you know, teasing their next game, and I think Armored Core is it. And you're right, I think there is a trailer um, and more information at the Game Awards. Now... If Armored Core is there, do you think they give us a release date or a release window, perhaps? Oh, I think they may just drop 2023 or just a year next to it and and just kind of go from there. You know, I think um, I don't think they're going to get too specific with dates because right now dates don't really mean anything anymore in video games. It's really just about a window Mm. or a year. Um, So I think that's probably what we're going to see. I mean, they could say, you know, um, holiday 2023 or summer 2023, let's say, but I think they'll just put 2023 next to it. Yeah, I think I would agree with you. I think the game will come out in the first half of 2023 and, you know, maybe they just say spring of 2023 mm-hmm. because we, as we saw with Elden Ring, when that was originally announced and dated, I believe it was, it was delayed. Once, it was. Yes, it was delayed. That's correct. So you don't want to run into that again with a major release. Right. So I think they're going to play it a little close to the chest. Just give a general window, you know, spring. And then as it gets closer, they can just tweet out the exact release 
day and month and get people excited. But I do have to bring up Elden Ring because Elden Ring is up for Game of the Year as well as several other nominations. And yes, we just had DLC release, which is PvP focused. Mm -hmm. But we know... We know we're going to get some expansion type of DLC. The game is not complete yet. This is a this is a product that FromSoft wants to build upon. Right. And the game is just ripe for ex- an expansion pack. Is the Game Awards the venue that they will use to give us a expansion pack trailer? Or do you think they want to keep the focus on Armored Core or whatever they have next? I think they're probably going to keep the focus on Armored Core. A Elden Ring uh, expansion, DLC, uh, whatever we want to call it. Um, I mean, it could happen. Let's be honest. Elden Ring, it kind of... The Game Awards made Elden Ring in many ways because that's that's kind of where it started. And, you know, it got um, nominated for Game of the Year. So there's definitely a lot of, I guess, connections there, but... I think Armored Core is it for FromSoft outside of Elden Ring being obviously nominated for about 10 awards and it's probably going to win a bunch of them. (laughs) Yeah, it could be a very big night for FromSoft and Elden Ring. That's something that we will find out when the the show airs. And I mean, personally, I would say Elden Ring is my game of the year to this point. It's a game I thoroughly loved, so... Yep. Any recognition it gets, you know, I'm certainly rooting for. Yeah, same. And I know we're we're not predicting the game of the year, but I, I think I think it will take game of the year over God of War Ragnarok. I think it deserves to win. We'll be back after a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely entirely check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now see yeah i haven't played god of war ragnarok neither am myself, i actually so. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna unwrap <laughs> it on christmas day and and play it um there you yeah. go. But God of War Ragnarok obviously is 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 a big game, and it could easily easily clinch uh, mm-hmm. many awards that it's that it's up for um, over Elden Ring. So yeah, it's definitely going to be a tight battle between the two. Yeah, definitely. All depends how the jury felt the day of voting. Right. Now I want to go to another third party company, and that's Capcom. Capcom has put out a tweet that heavily implies they have some sort of announcements and that their fans should tune in to the game awards. And I believe that Capcom will have a few announcements. One being the most obvious is that we're going to get a new character trailer for street fighter six. This really wouldn't come as a surprise at most of the events this year that Capcom has had a presence. They've had a new character be revealed, new gameplay footage. We also know that there is a, Second closed beta starting in the second half of this month. So the timing just fits for us to get a brand new character look. Yep, I agree. Uh, Street Fighter 6 will 
be at the Game Awards with a new character reveal. Good timing uh, all round. People are getting a hype for this game. I think the Game Awards is is the perfect venue for it. Now, if you had to give a prediction as to which character they may show, Ooh. who do you have preference to? Ooh. That's a good question. Um, maybe someone that we haven't seen for a while, you know, like from the Alpha 3 days or um, the Third Strike hmm. days. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> maybe Skullomania. Some, just something like out of left field that like hasn't been in a Street Fighter game for a while. Rolento from uh, Final Fight, maybe. Um, Poison, you know, Poison could be announced. Uh, oh wow! Could be, could be anything. Uh, I, I couldn't really say, but uh, maybe someone from, um, yeah, from you know Street Fighter Alpha Two, or you know, go, going back a little further. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think? What's what's your pick for the character? I've always been a Vega fighter, mm-hmm. and I, mean, that's I would love to see you know Vega come to Street Fighter Six, expand his move set a bit, really see how they could you know evolve the character a bit. Yeah. So that would be my that would be my prediction for a character. I'd also I just love that theme music. I love the Spanish music. Oh yeah, yeah, that they have, and I believe this track is called the Masked Narcissist. Mm-hmm. So I, I just love that tune. So if I hear that beat start and you see Vega get revealed, I'd be pretty hyped. And if he was playable in a beta, you know, early next year, let's say they detail an open beta leading up to the launch of the game, I would be very excited. I like it. But but there is certainly another big game from Capcom looming just over the horizon and that is Resident Evil 4 Remake. We saw this a few months back at a Sony state of play. The game looks fantastic. And I think we'll see it again at the Game Awards. But I also feel as though this is the time and place to announce a shadow drop or a demo on, you know, likely exclusive on the PlayStation Store, like we saw with Village. And then it will come a day or two, maybe a week later on the Xbox store. But what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I like it. And it, it, it may not be a demo. Uh, it may just be one of those little, uh, you know, playgrounds that they put you in where you can kind of mess around with for like, um, you know, 30 minutes or something, right? Like, you know, the kitchen demo or, or something like that. But yeah, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get something for, from Resident Evil 4, that you know is playable that we can kind of install and mess around with um, after the show. I think that's a good good pick. Yeah, when I mean, this just seems like the right place to give us a playable demo for RE4. The game's coming out in March. That's right around the corner. This is likely the last big venue mm-hmm. that they're going to showcase the game at, unless Sony opens twenty twenty three with a state of play or a Sony showcase. So. It just feels like the timing and the stars have aligned for an RE4 demo. Now, other otherwise from these two games, we know that Capcom has Monster Hunter Rise coming to you, PlayStation and Xbox, as well as Steam in January. This was just announced this week on Twitter. It's also going to be part of Game Pass. So it doesn't feel as though that will have any particular presence at the Game Awards as it's already getting its moment in the sun. Do you think Capcom could have anything 
other than these two games, have a meaningful presence at the Game Awards. We know they have titles like Pragmata, Exoprimal, and Pragmata we have not seen since it was originally announced. I don't think we'll see anything more from Capcom at at the show. I think um, SF6 and RE4 is is enough for them. Uh, The other games, I mean, potentially we could see. Um, As far as, you know, willing into existence, I'd like to see the Ghouls and Ghosts uh, Resurrection get physical and uh, they mm. announce a physical uh, release of that game. But that's that's me well and truly willing into existence. You know, that's not anything that I think is actually real. <laughs> but no, I think I think if, um, I think that uh, SF6 and, and RE4 is is it for Capcom. You think they have one, yeah. more, one more trick up their sleeve and maybe show us Exoprimal or Pragmata? Maybe. I mean, we know that Exoprimal is supposed to come out in 2023. They have had a closed beta this year. But it's just one of those games that's kind of, there's not that much hype around it. So, you know, maybe if you come in with a strong trailer, you get people excited. But I do feel as though right now Capcom's focus is going to remain on Street Fighter VI and Resident Evil 4 Remake. Those are just Goliath releases for them and those other titles, be it Pragmata, Exoprimal, uh, you know, if there's a Mega Man of some kind, that can wait until early next year after these two heavy hitters are released and Capcom is ready to show the next wave of software that they're bringing to the market. But I feel as though these two titles will be their primary focus in the now. Then we have Square Enix. So we know Square Enix has presence yes. at the Game Awards. And the expectation is Final Fantasy 16 will be there. As we know, the director is going to have a presence, be it as a presenter or share a special message with everybody during the awards show. So this this is the time and place for Final Fantasy 16 to be dated. And my prediction is that the game is going to be dated for late June, maybe early July 2023. Yeah, I think uh, a trailer and a release date uh, fits the Game Awards. Swear Enix will definitely have a presence at this show. Um, so, yeah, FF16 is, is, is a good pick. Now, what do you think about FF7 Remake Part 2? Any you think anything, we hear anything about that? Not at this show. And the only reason I have hesitation on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two being here is that next week we have Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion coming out, which is a prequel to Final Fantasy VII, as well as acting as a prequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I don't think you want to get too much Seven yeah. out right now. You, The next big release is 16 for the series. You want that to have a hyped marketing cycle. You do have Forspoken coming out early next year. And that's been a game that's definitely been in a mixed conversation. Mm -hmm. Do you think they just drop a quick trailer at the Game Awards? Or do you think they really want to focus in on Final Fantasy 16 and not dilute the conversation too much with Forspoken? I think they stick with FF16 and not dilute it. That's that's kind of their big game uh, at this show. Mm-hmm. Now, there is one game I want to bring up because it releases early next year. 
And it's actually going to launch on PlayStation as well as Switch, which is a little different than its predecessor, which came to Switch and later came to Xbox, but didn't come to PlayStation. And I am, of course, talking about Octopath Traveler. We have Octopath Traveler 2 coming out in February next year. And there's been a pattern with a lot of these releases from Square Enix. And it's that they like to release a demo Mm -hmm. with these games that gives you roughly the, you know, the first couple of hours so you can experience the game and then you can transfer to the full release about a month later. Mm -hmm. I predict that we will get a new trailer for Octopath Traveler 2 as well as a demo release date, not necessarily for December. I think it could come in the first half of January but we'll get that announcement during the Game Awards. Yeah, I like Octopath Traveler 2 for the show as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's it's a game that it's coming out, I believe, in February next year. So there, there's definitely, um, you know, it'd be definitely really cool to to have a presence at the show. And I, I think there will be definitely one. So, yeah, I'm, I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see that at the Game Awards. Now, do you think Square Enix could surprise us with, anything else be it you know a new ip we haven't you know we don't know about a ip resurrection like parasite eve um oh i mean this is look i would love to see a parasite eve remake and (laughs) i do wonder if if square is is working on something like that um, there is a, a, a a backstory about parasite eve the original game that the source code was lost but I mean that doesn't stop um, games coming back. We've seen it happen with Final Fantasy VIII, for example. But I think Parasite Eve is probably something that, if it is uh, something that's uh, you know in existence, then Square is probably keeping it up their sleeves uh, for a reveal next year. We'll say, but you know, it's, it's hard for me to even imagine if Parasite Eve is a thing at this time it could be but there's also a really good chance that it's not real yeah i think it's one of those ips they would love to bring back if given the opportunity and if the timing is right while i think it would be a huge announcement if something like that were at the game awards i think kind of like capcom square enix's focus is going to be on you know final fantasy 16 here Mm -hmm. and that's really what they want to use this venue as is to hype their next big release which is final fantasy and then when we transition into next year they'll focus on final fantasy 7 part 2 and you know so on and so forth as the marketing cycle continues yeah now one company who will definitely have a presence at the game awards is activision they have been teasing and kind of in an indirect way where they've been giving content creators and influencers pizza boxes with Crash Bandicoot stuff and even implying stay tuned for the Game Awards. And it continues to come back to this belief that they're going to announce a Crash Wumpa League game. Mm -hmm. Now, I am not that well versed in Wumpas or the Crash universe, so... I will admit my ignorance on this topic. Yeah, same. Like, I, I know about Wumpa League. I know that um, Jez Corden uh, had talked about it. 
and also uh, Liam Robinson uh, has been one that's been talking about Wampa League as well, you know, over the, the last couple of years. Uh, but other than that, I'm not really up to speed on what Wampa League is. So, you know, I, I know about much, as much as you do uh, on this one. And I know it's something fans of the Crash Bandicoot series has wanted for a long time. So for their sake, hopefully it finally shows up. I believe this was one of those things that was heavily rumored leading into E3 earlier this year, or perhaps it was even the Game Awards last year where influencers were getting Wumpa Fruit and then nothing happened. And it really caused a lot of confusion amongst some of the fans as to whether the announcement was delayed, if the game had been canceled. So hopefully this one delivers. But another game that will be there from Activision Blizzard is Diablo 4. Mm -hmm. This is a title that will be releasing in 2023. And it feels as though this is going to be the venue where we're going to get a brand new trailer. We're going to get the release date as well as details about an what I predict will be an open beta for the first couple of during the first couple of months of 2023. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe late January, maybe into February, there will be an open beta phase, whether it's linked to pre-orders or if it's just going to be a simple register your email and everyone can participate. Yeah. I couldn't predict those type of fine details. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Diablo 4 was shown at the Microsoft event this year, correct? I believe so. Yeah, it was at this showcase. I'm almost almost positive. So uh, are we saying that Microsoft has kind of the marketing for this game or was that kind of a, a one and done type of deal with Diablo 4? I guess what I'm getting at is, is this a game that's coming to Game Pass? And I'm not talking about the acquisition. Um, I'm assuming that the acquisition is not going to be done by the time Diablo 4 ships. So um, is this a Game Pass game, Nate, or is it just, you know, just a, a standard, you know, $70 um, third-party release? Just a, just a standard third-party release. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Diablo 4 is, is, is a good pick. You know, we, we've, we've seen um, some of it already this year. We know it's in existence. We know it's uh, pretty much at the tail end of its development lifecycle. It's, it's a good venue to show at the Game Awards. Now, if you had to give a prediction as to when you would anticipate the game to release, what would you say? Ooh. Hmm. Well, that is a good question. Uh, I'm going to just throw out April as as a month. Okay. What do you think? I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in May okay. to June. Yeah, I mean around that, it, it around that window. Yep. So, could be a Busy window of games. Final Fantasy 16, Tears of the Kingdom, Diablo 4, all release close to each other. I mean, 2023 appears to be stacked with games. And we said that about 2022 before 2022 started. But obviously, (laughs) um, you know, things things have changed. And I would expect um, some shuffling around of release dates into next year as well. But, um, but, you know, if things stand as they are, then it's going to be a pretty busy year for video games. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, are you expecting or predicting anything else from Activision Blizzard at the 
game awards this year. Well, I think we're going to see something about Call of Duty there. And they're going to show something, whether it's a advertisement for Call of Duty Warzone 2 or maybe some type of um, new operators that, that can be downloaded or some new DLC or some map packs. There's going to be something Call of Duty related because it's Call of Duty and they have to run some type of ad- advertising or, or something at the Game Awards. So I would expect to see uh, something from COD. I don't think it's going to be anything substantial, but something will be there. Yeah, I could see something like that playing out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just as a small offering of various third parties, I'm going to propose Ubisoft. Expect anything from Ubisoft at the Game Awards. I personally am not expecting any meaningful presence. Maybe we get a quick update on some of their delayed games like Skull and Bones or the Prince of Persia remake that has been delayed and we haven't seen anything of. No, but no in terms of Good and Evil 2? Nothing? No. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm just messing with you. I don't think... <laughs> no. we're, not, we're not seeing anything from Ubisoft at this show. I, mean, I would love to see, you know, something on their new Splinter Cell project, but since they had only announced it earlier this summer that they were hiring for the project, the game is mm-hmm. clearly in no state in are, terms of being ready to show. Are they so, doing like an Assassin's Creed mobile game? Like, I think if they're going to show, if anything, Ubisoft is there, they're going to show a, a, that Assassin's Creed mobile game that they're working on. Maybe something from uh, For Honor or Rainbow Six Siege, Mm because both of those have been very successful for them. They have millions of active players, so they like to introduce some DLC and stuff for those type of games. But otherwise, I'm not anticipating too much from Ubisoft. Now, I have to bring up Sega, because it's not an event without Sega. And they just had Sonic Frontiers come out. We know they are bringing persona 4 and persona 3 to game pass as well as playstation and switch early next year so maybe we get a release date on those two releases because right now it's pretty much just 2023 on them so yeah you know maybe is this the venue that atlas would choose to assign an actual release date to the persona games well, I mean, there is some precedence there, obviously, with the uh, Joker reveal at the Game Awards mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But honestly, Nate, I think we're going to see absolutely zero from Sega at this Ooh. show. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Ouch. Now we have EA. We know EA is bringing Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. The release date has seemingly leaked on Steam and other digital storefronts, which has it coming out in March. Yeah, that's Respawn that's doing that, like Fallen yes. Order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so T- I believe the game is being directed by Stig mm-hmm. Osmussen, yes. which you'll know from God of War 3. Yep. And, you know, EA, EA, I feel as though is kind of a wild card when it comes to the Game Awards this year because they have a lot of games that are currently in active development some are very early in development others are making great progress maybe it's just not the proper time and venue to show off these games and amongst these games would include mass effect 4 Mm -hmm. dragon age which just saw a trailer release earlier this week but we haven't gotten a look at the gameplay yet and we have the black panther game coming from a brand new studio based in seattle that ea just recently opened. We also have Iron Man coming from EA Motive. 
Yep. But they're busy finishing up Dead Space, which will release in January of next year. So we also have Skate. Yep. But if you're EA, you kind of have a you have a large variety of options if you wanted to have a strong presence at the Game Awards. But I feel as though with Dead Space coming in January and Star Wars being your next major release in March, you probably want the focus to be on Star Wars, Jedi Survivor, and the now. This is that marketing blitz for the game. That's your high-budget release. And you're not going to really bring any of those other titles, even though it would be a very hype and exciting moment. Those type of games can wait for E3 2023. Yeah. When your release schedule begins to become more open and you need to fill in those voids. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. Like I I was juggling around Mass Effect 4. We'll we'll call it that because I I don't know if there's another name for it. Um, Dragon Age and Black Panther. Kind of wondering if we'll see any of those games. We did see a very, very bite-sized tease of Mass Effect 4. Not last year, I think it was the year before. Is that right? The year that they showed um, um, Perfect Dark, I believe. Or maybe it was last year. But they, they showed a very, very small clip of Mass Effect 4 with uh, Tali um, seemingly looking for Shepard. And fans mm-hmm. got excited about it. Uh, but that was really about it. And then they showed uh, a logo of Mass Effect. Uh, I think it said Mass Effect will return or, or something like that. But... I don't know. I think you're right. Like I did m- maybe have that we would see more of Mass Effect at the Game Awards because we saw something previously. But I, I think you're right, Nate. I think it's not the right venue to just to show a Mass Effect 4 trailer without much context, if that makes sense. Like I feel like if they're going going to show Mass Effect 4 at the Game Awards, then they need to commit to um, some type of release window. And I don't think that they're ready to do that at this time. I think the game is still pretty much in the middle of development, right? So um, I would expect we would hear more about Mass Effect 4, you know, during the middle of, we'll say the middle of next year around E3 time. So I, I tend to think that other than Star Wars Jedi Survivor, we're, probably not going to get much else from EA at this show. The one I go back and forth on is with Dragon Age. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we got a trailer earlier this week. But the Game Awards would be a great time to give us a gameplay demonstration so we have an idea of the vision that the game's going to go in. And it almost feels as though maybe we got that trailer out early this week because they do want to introduce us to the game in a more meaningful way at the Game Awards. Mm -hmm. Now, that can be me just being hopeful and overanalyzing the marketing strategy, because to drop a trailer this week, knowing you have the Game Awards, knowing you have already partnered with them for Star Star Wars Jedi Survivor, why wouldn't you have had Dragon Age there as well? Yeah, I mean... That makes me think maybe you have more to it and this was just the appetizer to, you know, the full course of dinner, which would be the gameplay demonstration. Or it's, you know, they wanted to give us something on Dragon Age because they have a bigger showing of Mass Effect. Yeah. 
or, you know, Black Panther, one of their other in-development projects, but they didn't want to have Dragon Age be overshadowed by the presence of those games in the Game Awards, so they just wanted to give it its own time. Mm-hmm. But again, that can be me overanalyzing and overthinking a very simple marketing strategy. I feel like Dragon Age is going to get its own little showcase if that makes sense because i feel like dragon age has been in the wilderness for so such a long time mm. that there are there are certainly fans of, of of the franchise and you know diehard fans really want another installment of of that series but i also feel like it's been such a long time since we've heard about dragon age where throwing it on in the game awards isn't perhaps the best marketing or the best way to to get excitement up uh, for that game. I feel like, you know, if if um, we hear more about Dragon Age, it's going to be, uh, you know, an EA play or whatever. I don't know what they, what they call it, their own little thing, <laughs> and maybe deep dive into what's been happening with Dragon Age um, and kind of update. It's kind of like what Konami did with the Silent Hill stuff, um, you know, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Now, there's a company that I predict will not be present at the Game Awards. Konami, I just do not see sharing the stage with Jeff Keighley after <laughs> there the is no response way. he had and attack he had on Konami a few years ago. There is no way Konami is is has any presence at the shows, especially <laughs> at, that we know that Mr. Kojima will be at the Game Awards uh, he's already in LA right now. He's, he's tweeting. He's meeting up with uh, Hollywood producers and 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 people. <laughs> so he's uh, he's doing his uh, thing right now. I don't expect anything from Konami at the Game Awards. Now, how about Remedy or Rockstar? We know Remedy has a lot of games in development. Earlier this year, they announced the partnership with Rockstar to remake Max Payne 1 and 2 into a singular game. Mm -hmm. But we know they are working on a new control. There's also, I believe, a multiplayer control game. But last year at the Game Awards, they announced Alan Wake 2, which they have reiterated as recently as October that the game is going to come out in 2023. Now, this was a project that Remedy originally had intent of showing us additional footage. They wanted to do a new trailer as well as a demonstration during the summer of 2022. But as the summer approached, they were very transparent and said, we're not going to be showing you anything this summer. You're going to have to wait a little longer. Yep. The Game Awards feels as though it could be the time and place to give us a new look and a deeper dive into the world of Alan Wake 2. And I predict it will be there. It just feels like this is the time for us to see what Alan Wake will be up to in his second adventure. Yeah, this one is... Uh, I'm kind of a little bit conflicted because we did. We, it was announced last year. And I think we'll definitely hear something about Alan Wake 2 at the Game Awards. What what I'm conflicted about is, is it just going to be a, a standard trailer plus 2023 on the end of it? Or is it going to be more of a technical deep dive where they tell us about the enhancements they've done to their Northlight engine and made it 
Um, they've they've enhanced it for next generation consoles and added ray tracing. And do you see what I'm saying? Like it's one of those kind of developer diaries mm-hmm. almost where they 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 talk about the game for about five minutes and they we see things, but it doesn't really. Um, they don't really commit to anything or they don't really have a trailer outside of that. But I think we both agree that something Alan Wake 2 is happening at this Game Awards show. Um, I just don't know what it's going to look like, but I think it's going to be there. Yeah, I mean, I think we would just kind of get like a quick gameplay demonstration of, you know, an eerie town, Mm -hmm. maybe a quick look at how the combat has changed since Alan Wake 1. Or maybe, you know, the new gimmick that the combat's going to have. Because going into a second game with the same flashlight and, you know, that style of gimmick and gunplay probably isn't the best idea. You have to give us something new, Mm -hmm. something to really make it exciting beyond just the narrative scope. So something like that I wouldn't be too surprised to see from Remedy. But beyond Alan Wake 2... I don't know what else Remedy could really bring to this show. As mentioned, they do have a lot of games in development that they have committed to, but it feels far too early for us to get a look at Control 2. I think so, too. a Control multiplayer game. Yeah. And Max Payne was only just announced a few months back, so that feels far too early. And it's just the idea that Mac, that Alan Wake 2 has that 2023 release committed to it really makes me think they they're ready to show us what's going to be happening with it and this is the venue of choice so what about remedies there what about just feels what about crossfire x dlc no (laughs) (laughs) let us never mention that game (laughs) i know i know they did the campaign for it and the multiplayer is a separate thing but a lot of people do play it. A lot of people do really enjoy the game. I I gave it a chance when it came to Game Pass. I just didn't like it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Remedy. Uh, I like your other project. I didn't like it either. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think Alan Wake 2 is good. And you're right about Control 2. It's, it's, not, it's not quite time yet. What about, and this is left field. Um, this is, mm. it's not even hopes and dreams. It's just out of left field. What if they just announce, quant, was it Quantum Quantum Break? Quantum Break 2. It's come out of left field and just announcing a new game. <laughs> I would welcome a sequel to Quantum Break, but I think a lot of people hated that game. It was, so, it, it, it was it didn't really review very well at the time, but it's one of those games where and I don't know if it's rose tinted glasses or if it's um or if if it's considered like underrated, but a lot of people think about that game with a lot of fondness and and think it was actually quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, one of the big problems with the game when it came out on the Xbox One is that it did have performance issues. It was screen tearing. It was almost too ambitious for the hardware it was on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe like a remaster of the game would go over well on more modern hardware. But I I don't know if Microsoft owns that IP. Right. Because if they do, that would probably be a pretty big... Yeah, that's a good know, point. Blocking those that, hopes, that is but. a good point. I, I think... I want to say that I think for a, a, a while they did because 
if you recall, they brought it out um, on Xbox. You could only purchase it from the Microsoft Store, and there was a lot of people upset because it wasn't available on Steam. But then something happened where Remedy were able to secure it back, and then it did come out for Steam later on. So mm. I think they did actually manage to get it back from Microsoft, but that that could be a guess. Someone in the in the in the comments may may be able to clarify that. But that was my understanding with that game. It was kind of a Microsoft thing. Whether that is some type of timed exclusivity, I'm not sure. But I believe Remedy kind of got it back. They secured it back, and and now they own it. But I could be I could be wrong, of course. Yeah, it definitely be a curious IP for them to return to. Now. There's always a helping of random third party and indie games that make up these game award shows and Summer Game Fest with Jeff Keighley. And that makes the predictions very difficult outside of, you know, the big publishers. But we know or it's been heavily teased that Joseph Farris will show his brand new game at the Game Awards. Now he is notorious for telling the Oscars to F off. off as well as winning game of the year last year with it right. takes two. <laughs> right. And he said his new game is going to blow minds. Yep. So it seems as though, yes, this will be the venue. We will see his brand new game and he's hyping it up to be a big deal. So yep. I think he's going to have the attention of a lot of people. Joseph's going to be there. He's going to have his new game. Keely is going to, you know, try to, Egg him on and have him try to drop some F-bombs again like he always does. But I think, yeah, I, I think it'll be there. I am actually curious to see what what game he's come up with or what kind of game design he's come up with this time. Obviously, It Takes Two was uh, a fantastic game that did win Game of the Year. So, yeah, I mean, I'm actually quite interested to see what he's got for us this time around, whether he's kind of keeping it... Um, you know, I don't want to say low budget. That's that's a little unfair to say that, but keeping it uh, as a smaller release, or maybe he's got a bigger budget now where he can expand a little bit and come up with something more ambitious. I am curious to see what what he's got for us. Now, one of the indie games that always comes up every time there has been an event spanning the last several years is Team Cherry's Silk Song, and it made headlines when it finally resurfaced after months and months of hiding in its cocoon and where it showed up wasn't at a Nintendo Direct or an Indie World, but at Microsoft's June Showcase. Yep. And Microsoft announced it would be a day one Mm -hmm. Game Pass release, which shocked a lot of people. And when they released their calendar of games coming out within the next 12 months, so that was from June 2022 to June 2023, Silk Song was on it, which means the game was coming out within that 12-month span. Will Silk Song make its presence known at the Game Awards? And if it is there, will it be a shadow drop or will we get a release date? It'll be at the Game Awards. It won't be a shadow drop, but it will get a date. Because I think we we are... we had passed you for a date and mm-hmm. hopefully that'll close the book on Silk Song at that point because, <laughs> you know, we don't have to ask questions about when it, when is it coming out. But yeah, I think it'll get dated. Probably not a shadow drop, but it will get a date. 
Yes, I agree that Silk Song will be at the Game Awards. And at minimum, we get a release date. Best case scenario is it is a shadow drop and it will be available immediately upon the show ending. If not, you know, Friday, the so the day after, which I would consider a shadow drop. So that's my prediction with Silk Song. Definitely at the TGA's mm-hmm. at minimum release date. Yep. Now, other random things we may see, you know, Genshin Impact has always, it always seems as though it has a presence at these types of shows. And we know the Switch version has, well, it was at least announced. And since the announcement, it has gone missing. If you just had to give a percentage, what are the odds it's announced for the Switch at the TGAs? 60%. All right, it's pretty high. Yeah. What do you got? I'm just going to split it right down the middle, 50-50. That's fair. <laughs> I'm going to give it a little more than you and say 60. I think there's there's some chance. Now, I think we can pivot into some of the first-party companies, you know, the stuff people actually watch the Game Awards for. Mm-hmm. And we can open with Sony and the PlayStation line of products. Now, Sony has had a bit of a on and off relationship when it comes to the game awards. And I really don't see that changing in 2022. The, my big prediction that would be related to Sony is going to be Hideo Kojima's death stranding too. Yeah. I mean, we will see the first trailer. We will hear, you know, some of the details and Kojima will give us a very brief statement explaining his vision for the game and then jeff will follow up with a joke of oh well i have a cameo in it they'll mm-hmm. both laugh and they'll move to the next sequence i i think you're right we know that kojima is going to be at the game awards and he's going to be there to show off his new game now it's almost a coin toss whether it's going to be death training 2 or overdose which is kind of the rumored microsoft game that's currently in development but mm-hmm. i think overdose is something that we're not gonna really see for a little while and it's probably going to be death training 2 so yes i i think um death training 2 will be unveiled at the game awards with some type of tease from kojima productions and kojima himself and we'll probably hear more about that game going into next year but yeah death training 2 for me fits Yeah, the only hesitation that I have with Overdose being at the Game Awards is that Kojima announced his partnership with Microsoft back in June. If you had a trailer or anything you were ready to show for Overdose, that would have been the time to do it. Mm -hmm. So I feel as though now is the proper time for Death Stranding 2, which has likely been in full production for a longer period of time than Overdose has. And... You know, Kojima has been tweeting time and time again that he has been busily, he's been editing and working on the next trailer he wants to show. And he has said it's going to be, you know, at the next big event. Here it is. Let's see what you have for us with Death Stranding 2. I'm a big fan of Death Stranding, so I'm certainly on board with what the sequel could possibly give us and see the direction he's going to take. 
But beyond that, when it comes to Sony, I'm not expecting all that much. There has been a rumor or a leak that Horizon will Horizon Forbidden West will have DLC and that the announcement could be imminent. Now, if it isn't announced today when the episode is airing, mm-hmm. maybe it would be at the Game Awards. It kind of feels as though it would be the proper venue for it. I would also imagine that the DLC would be available very soon after, you know, early next year. So within the next three months. But at the same time, this could very easily just be a PlayStation blog post. Yes. So I'm kind of torn. I go back and forth as to whether or not it would be at the Game Awards. Um, I don't think it will be. I mean, there's a, there's obviously a chance, right? But, like, I feel like it's something where Sony's probably just keeping it up their sleeve for a early state of play next year, potentially. Mm-hmm. One thing... I will predict only because this has seems as though it has leaked at least half a dozen times this year is Returnal for PC. Yeah. We know Sony loves to bring their first party games to PC after a certain amount of time has expired and be it summer games fest state of plays, even the game awards. Sony likes to announce their PC ambitions and the games that they're going to bring to the platform. I believe it was at the last Game Awards when Uncharted was announced for PC. Yep. As well as them bringing Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy to PS5. So Returnal coming to PC, I don't think would be out of place yep. for this event. Book it. I think it's I think it's in. Like Returnal on the PC, obviously, yes, we know about it. There's been some leaks, there's been some Steam database type things come up in mm-hmm. the past. It's definitely a thing. It's definitely happening. And you're right, Nate. I mean, Sony usually kind of balks from balks away from the Game Awards. They don't really have a huge presence at this show. And I think that's for the most part, is intentional because they would prefer to control the narrative of their games themselves with their own showcases, such as, say, the plays. But a PC version of Returnal is... Um, is it fits the game awards for me and Sony wants to have some type of presence at the game awards, but they certainly don't want to, you know, have anything huge uh, to, to reveal. So return on the PC with uh, 4k and, and ray tracing and some really cool PC specific um, enhancements, I think is, is, is a good fit. So you are not in the camp of Spider-Man two or Wolverine being at the game awards. I don't think so. I was I was toying around with the idea of a Spider-Man 2 trailer because that is very Jeff Keighley, very game awards. But I also feel like Sony doesn't want to give Jeff Keighley the pleasure of unveiling a <laughs> Spider-Man 2 trailer at the game awards. I think again, I think they want to do it themselves. Yeah, I mean Beyond that, I'm really not anticipating too much from Sony. I think Death Stranding 2 by itself and all the awards that God of War Ragnarok will win is more than enough to to be a successful night for PlayStation and the PlayStation 5. Do you think there's any PlayStation VR 2 information, um, another surprise game announcement, anything to do with PSVR 2, or do you think that's pretty much... 
in the bag for um, uh, for now until it releases next year. If anything is announced for PSVR 2, I would say it's not coming from Sony itself. This right. would just be from a third-party partner yeah. where they happen to say coming to PSVR 2. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't think Sony itself would be touching that topic at the Game Awards. Then we have Microsoft. Now, Microsoft is a curious one because Microsoft always has a meaningful presence at the Game Awards dating back to 2019 when they announced the Xbox Series X. We also got a look at Hellblade 2 at the time. In 2020, we saw what we see Avowed. We've seen Perfect Dark. Yep. We've seen a, then in 2021, we saw Hellblade 2 gameplay demonstration. So was Fable... Was the first Fable, well, was the yes. Fable trailer at the Game Awards? It was. I believe it? so. Yep. So Microsoft has definitely brought a lot of heavy hitters to the Game Awards, but I think this is going to be the year that tradition comes to a pause. Mm-hmm. I'm not anticipating any huge new announcements from Microsoft at this particular Game Awards. I think we're going to get an update on some of the software we already know about but even then i think it's going to be very contained and i think this would be the proper venue for them to commit to a release date for starfield knowing that the game was supposed to come out in november november 11th of this year yeah they delayed it in early 2020 or 2022 back in april they delayed it and They've been silent on the matter. Now, Todd Howard has done a few interviews just talking about things, how, you know, they needed that delay. Progress is going well. I think now is the proper time. Give it a release date. Generate that hype for your brand leading into 2023. It appears the Xbox has had a very strong holiday so far Mm -hmm. with exceptional hardware sales. But you need something in 2023 for people to look forward to. And yes, we know Redfall is coming. We know Forza Motorsport is coming, but you need a big game with a release date, an established release date to give people that road marker to say, there it is. Looking forward to that. Let's go. And I think Starfield is it. And this is the venue to do it. Yeah. I think you're right, Nate. Starfield with a date is, is accurate. When do you think it's going to come out, though? I'm going to just throw this out there, and people may think I'm crazy, but I'm going to be. I'm going to say it's eleven eleven twenty three. I think it's. I think it's like a year away. I'm going to say you're out of your mind. What do, What are you thinking? I'm thinking. Really want to hear something <laughs> crazy? Go ahead. I'm thinking June. Ooh. I mean that could that could easily happen. Let's let's be honest. That could easily happen because that. That basically puts it a year after the, its delay, so that that's that's definitely something that that I could see. Um, I think it's going to take a little longer than that, personally, and I don't really have any reason to believe that. I just think that this is Bethesda's most ambitious game; it's their largest game to date. I feel like that they want to make sure that this game is as polished as possible that Bethesda jank that's associated with their games is kept to a minimum. And I think that there's so many quest lines in this game and so many things to do 
that they're taking their time. They're they're focusing on quality assurance this time. They're making sure that the engine is um, of a high standard. They're trying to minimize as many bugs as possible because I feel like it's easy just to slap this game on Game Pass day one and people play it. But if it has that initial Bethesda jank where it's it's buggy and there's crashes um, and it's, you know, a few months before we start to see some some patches, that's only going to um, be a negative thing for, uh, for for people that that are on Game Pass. So I feel like Game Pass really uh, needs it's kind of promoting games to to be kind of rock solid on day one. We've seen games that launch on Game Pass that have been substandard, and the reality is a lot of the times people just don't bother with it after that. So I think I think. Uh, Starfield is going to take a little longer than June, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, they could they could surprise us and say it's coming out in March next year. I don't think that's that's going to happen, but um, I think they're going to take a little bit more time with Starfield. But it's it's definitely coming out next year. See, I think the latest I'm willing to give it is to the end of June. The earliest I would give it is May. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my window of yeah. expectation for Starfield. Could very well be a, a summer game for next year. Very well be. But I'm going to stick to my guns and say November. 11-11. That's the date. <laughs> Ship it. Now, <laughs> now, you know, there's a lot of the other titles we mentioned. Fable, mm-hmm. Perfect Dark, Avowed. See, none of those are going to get any type of mention at the Game Awards simply because those Mm. games are still in active development right now. And I think that if there was to be some updates on those games, there there would need to be some commitment from Microsoft to to tell people when we would expect them to come out. And Mm. I think none of those games um, are ready. They're not at that that stage yet where there's some commitment put to them. So the next time we hear about those games, I feel like, will be attached with um, some type of release window. Yeah, those game announcements, when they happened, it was early in the generation. You're still generating hype mm-hmm. for your platform and your brand. You want to give people that future glimpse of what is to come and get them excited on that promise. We've now moved out of that phase of the generation. Yep. So you're not going to give us these teases of games that are still two, three years out. You want to focus on what is in the immediate. And that's where I think, you know, Starfield fits the bill well for the Game Awards. But at the same token, Forza Motorsport or Redfall would equally fit the bill just mm-hmm. as well as Starfield to be given a firm release date in early 2023. Because those three games have all had that commitment from Microsoft that they're coming first half of 2023. We just have to give them a release date. And, you know, really out of those three options, I think any one of them could get a release date at the Game Awards. It's really just a matter of which which one will it be? And you can play rock, paper, scissors and assign a game title to each one of those and play and whichever one you come out with as the victor yeah. has a chance of being the game right. to have, you know, to be Microsoft's presence at this particular show. Yes. Now there is one we we have to bring up because this also leads us into Nintendo as mm-hmm. they 
kind of share a relationship with each other. It was announced back in September during Nintendo's Direct that GoldenEye will be coming to NSO as well as Xbox via Rare Replay and Game Pass. After it was announced, no release date was given. It had a simple coming soon designation. Well, what do you consider soon? <laughs> I think I think this is it. I think we see GoldenEye get... I think it's a, this is a shadow drop. I think GoldenEye mm. gets shadow dropped at the Game Awards, both on Xbox and the Nintendo Switch. We know that Nintendo hasn't committed to a December game for the NSO, for the N64, and we're still kind of waiting to see when that will get announced. And knowing our luck, um, by the time this uh, episode <laughs> airs, they would have announced a game, and it's probably not GoldenEye. But I'm going to stick to my guns on this, Nate, and say that, <laughs> yeah, this this is it. I think I think GoldenEye is, is getting its date, and it's going to be a shadow drop, and we can finally close the book on GoldenEye because we've been talking about this game for, I don't know how many, for how many years. Yeah. I would say GoldenEye is going to be at the game awards. It's a shadow drop because as I've said previously, GoldenEye to me is the game you sit down and you play with a group of friends or family. This is a four player split screen game. It's what made it iconic back in 1997 and made it a must-have device in your dorm room in the early 2000s is that you were going to play GoldenEye. And if you miss the December holiday window when family and friends are together and you release this in January, I will really be sitting back if that announcement happens and saying, why? This is the window you want to hit. And... If you can't hit it, I just don't understand why this, why GoldenEye was announced in September. Right. To then have a trailer in December. Yeah. And then like be announced for a release date in January. Exactly. It doesn't need a three piece marketing cycle. I mean, it needed one. The only way that that would happen is if there's some type of, I don't want to say development hell with this game, but like, I think this is an interesting case. Because it feels like both Microsoft and Nintendo are preparing to release this game at the same time on the same day. And maybe there is some, you know, um, some delay there to make sure that the other party has their game ready to go. It's past certification and it's ready to rock and roll. So um, I, I think that's probably the only reason why it may not happen. But I think that this game is is ready and the Game Awards is the venue for it. Yeah, and I mean, it has that Hollywood Mm -hmm. feel. It has, you know, all that criteria that Jeff Keighley loves to have. Yes. So it feels as though it is the right time for this. That shadow drop of GoldenEye is available right now. Mm -hmm. Switch, Xbox, you know, go enjoy. If you have the NSO version, you can play online with your friends. If you have the Xbox version, you can play local multiplayer. And if you want to know why that's the case, we have a podcast episode about it. And as for other announcements for Nintendo, now Nintendo is very hot and cold when it comes to the Game Awards. In recent years, they've been 
cold. Mm-hmm. Previous years, they would have, you know, Smash Brothers, Fighter DLC. They would announce games like Bravely Default 2, Marvel yes. Ultimate Alliance 3. They did announce Bayonetta 3 back at the Game Awards, you know, five years ago. But since then, they really haven't brought a big game. And everyone is thinking, we'll get a new trailer for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This was given a release date as well as as its name back in September. Game's coming out in May. I am of the... I believe the game will not be at the Game Awards. I think Nintendo will kick off 2023 with a strong marketing blitz for Tears of the Kingdom. And they're going to do it on their own terms with a direct. I don't think they need yep. to have a presence at the Game Awards with that particular title. I agree. You absolutely nailed it. It will not be at the Game Awards. And I will also double down and say that Metroid Prime 1 mm. will not be there either. No. I think you're right. I think Nintendo next year is a, a very pivotal an important year for Nintendo. I mean, every single year is important, but I think next year especially is of much importance to Nintendo. And I think they don't want to leave anything to chance having their stuff um, shared with Sony and, and third parties and Microsoft at a, at a game show, um, or sorry, at a game awards show at the end of this year. I think you're right. I think they're basically just going to sit back and you know, ramp up the marketing machine early next year with a early mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct and they're just going to go from there. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean... We're going to see an adv- advertisement. We're going to see an advertisement like they showed last year of all the cool games that are currently out for mm-hmm. the Switch that uh, and remind us that the holiday, uh, you know, the holiday is is just around the corner and if you want some stocking stuffers, these are some really awesome games that you can buy on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch, including the hardware itself. Yeah, that's kind of all I'm anticipating from Nintendo at this particular Game Awards. When I look at what they're coming out in early 2023, Fire Emblem Engaged, mm-hmm. Kirby, Tears of the Kingdom, I would love for Metroid Prime 1 to have a presence here and finally get announced because the fact Nintendo is continually sitting on this game and not announcing it is becoming just pure confusion. And it just... Would I say the possibility of Metroid Prime being here is zero? No. I would just say it is unlikely. So that's, you know, like 35%. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say 0%. It's I'm going to go a little lower than 35. I'm going to say 15%. 15%. Wow. But yeah, overall, I don't think Nintendo is going to do anything too meaningful at this particular show. Yeah. Love, you know, I'd love to be, you know, wrong on that prediction. I'd love for them to show up with something major, like a brand new game, F-Zero GX for Switch, mm-hmm. where it's just, whoa. But, you know, that's actually a good... Good way to lean into our final predictions category, which is we are going to will it into existence. <laughs> and well, we're going to what do you want to will into existence at this particular? OK, so I'm, I'm, I'm willing this into existence. I know it's not going to happen, but <laughs> we're going to get Bloodborne on the P oh, on God. the on the PS5 
and the PC announcement. So it's not going to be a a remake. It's just going to be Bloodborne with um, an update that runs on the PS5 with 60 FPS and a PC version. Willing that into existence. Let's go. Let's go Bloodborne. It's time. It's time, Sony. Let's let's get it. Let's get it. Oh man. What do you got? What what's what's the game that you want to will into existence for the game awards? You know what I'm gonna will into existence that's just as equally likely as Bloodborne, PS5, and PC. Mm-hmm. A revival of Deep Down. Ooh. There you go. It was shown back when the PS4 was announced and nothing ever came of it. Yeah. So come on, Capcom. Show me that dragon. That would be actually uh, a really cool <laughs> announcement. <laughs> you have Let's any other game you want to will into existence for the Game Awards? Yes. I want to okay. see Bioshock 4. Yes. So Bioshock, our new Bioshock project has been teased and heavily implied by Cloud Chamber, mm-hmm. which was formed about three years ago. And, you know, it'd be... This would be a good venue for it. But speaking of Bioshock, you know, Ken Levine has been working on something mm-hmm. for a long time now. He created his own studio over five years ago. And let's go. Yeah. Show me what you've got, Ken. You have the pedigree of games to your name. You have my attention just because you're working on something brand new. Show it. Show us your brand new project at the Game Awards. Because that, I think that could potentially, if it happens, would be the biggest announcement of the show. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. It's time. It's time we we, we saw uh, what kind of hand uh, he's holding and show us what you got. I like it. Yes. So that's that's what we're willing into existence. I guess I can go a little... You know, I'm going to will Metroid Prime 1 into existence Ooh. to save Jeff Grubb's hair. Ooh. Uh, Grub, Grubb's shaving that head. It's 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 going to happen. Just because, just because you want him to mirror you <laughs> doesn't mean it has to happen. I mean... I, I would uh, I would love uh, if if Grub shaved his head and mirrored me, but I I think the bigger picture here, the bigger story is uh, we're not going to see anything Metroid Prime at the Game Awards. I'd be very surprised. That's why I'm going to will it into existence. Uh, one more one more thing that I just thought about that we could see um, the the game known as Guilt that was on Stadia uh, was announced for. I believe other platforms. So I think we may see guilt at the game awards as well. That'd be, yeah, that'd be a nice little announcement. Now, I mean, there's obviously things that have already been confirmed for the show that we didn't touch on like Baldur's Gate three yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, so we're, we're predicting, I mean, we already know there's some things yeah. that are happening at this show. Yeah. That we just didn't include in this predictions, but that will wrap up our predictions episode for the game awards. And people can share some of their predictions in the comment section below. Let us know what you think about our predictions and if any of them will come true and which ones you think will come true or which ones you would like to see come true. 
And I'd like to thank MVG for joining me as always. Always a pleasure. Nate. And, and run one real quick question. What do you think mm. out of 10 or a letter grade mm. the show will get? Knowing that over the last few years that we've followed along with the Game Awards, we'll say there's always been some, you know, a couple of highlights here and there, right? Like there's there's always at least two or three cool announcements, but the problem is the show is three hours long. Although Keely is telling us that this year the show will be a little more condensed, which I think is a positive thing. So with all that in mind and everything that we're predicted, let's assume that let's assume that fifty percent of what we've predicted happens at the Game Awards. What's the letter grade you think um, we should expect here? Uh. B minus. I'm going to say a solid B for the Game Awards this year. I think it's going to be an improvement over last year. I think Keely has listened to the um, criticisms and concerns of the people, but I also feel like this is still going to be very much a Hollywood type show that's already, we've already seen some of the things he's planning to do. Um, and some of the recurring people he's bringing back, so I think it'll uh, it'll be a little better than last year, but not anything significant. Yeah, I mean, pacing is still ultimately the issue with the show. It's definitely a case of less is more, and he just continues to do. He thinks more is more. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what type of improvements the show really brings, what type of representation the show has in terms of content and presenters. But, you know, I'm going in with some hope that it does surprise and it gets some big surprising announcements. But, you know, we'll certainly find out. And for anyone who is wondering, we suspended the Streamlabs campaign for this particular episode, but it will resume on next week's episode. So you can make donations to the Streamlabs link in our description. Ask a question. We will answer it at the end of next week's episode. But until then, continue to embrace the hate.